0: You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs,
1: with Andrew Apanoff. Hey everyone, it's Andrew Apanov, and you're listening to a new edition of the Music Growth Talks podcast. John Skinner, the founder and CEO of Music Gateway, is back to the show as my guest today. And uh, if you aren't familiar with the platform or John yet, I highly recommend you checking out the 18th episodes of this podcast um, with John, uh, and I link to uh it's in the show notes you can uh, find them at dottedmusic.com or musicgrowthtalks.com. Music Music we just launched a kickstarter campaign just literally a few um, days um, before i'm uh, releasing this show uh, and the campaign is uh, aimed to support the 2.0 version of the platform with numerous new tools for musicians as well as um, a mobile app uh, all to be revealed and released in early October. John is about to share it all regarding that crowdfunding campaign and the latest features added to the service, such as sync portal and uh, demo space created to simplify the process of submitting demos to labels. Um, I'm pretty sure some of you will be interested in checking that one out. Uh, find the campaign on Kickstarter by searching for Music Gateway there or find the link. In the show notes once again. And by the way, somewhere during our conversation, John mentions uh, Mike uh, Goodrell, a musician who's gotten numerous major sync placements for his music over 11 years of hard work, including the very recent uh, feature in the uh, Netflix series called Bloodline. He secured that one from Music Gateway. I already did a podcast episode with mike it's out very soon most probably within uh, a couple of weeks and uh, it's a must listen to anyone who is uh, in or wants to enter the uh sync licensing game a very real, I would say, at times brutal insights on what it takes to achieve success in licensing. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy our conversation with John Skinner, the founder of Music Gateway. John, it's uh, exciting to have you on the podcast again. Welcome back to the show. So it's the same podcast, but now we have a new title, Music Growth Talks. And uh, yeah, so I'm thrilled to uh, have, have you back. Thanks again for having us, Andrew. It's a pleasure. And it's been exciting to also keep an eye on all the developments, music gateway and uh, all uh, the new features and some really cool case studies coming from the platform lately. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm not I'm not going to ask you a lot about uh, the platform overall, because we are linking to the first um, interview with you for, for this show in the show notes. So it's easy for anyone to you know to listen and more extensive yeah. introduction but uh yeah maybe share what's uh the latest what's you what yeah. what you and your team have been focusing on the last year absolutely
0: so i think that um there's a couple of really kind of three sort of big things that have happened since we last spoke and then we we're massively gearing up for actually our, our full next generation platform which is actually launching in october this year on the fourth and i'll I'll touch a bit more about the new features and that so so just to start off with in january we launched a brand new area within the platform called the sync portal and essentially that's us acting as a sync agent so we can actually represent both unsigned artists and bands and indie composers and producers etc but also we've got we can represent niche you know, labels, publishers, and people that obviously need that representation. So, and we've actually done so, we've built streamlined tools to allow our users to upload their masters. Because mm-hmm. the, the fact is that, that in sync, there's such short deadlines on a lot of the requests, the briefs, the, what the clients need, especially in TV, especially in advertising. Right. And actually, whilst we have opportunities and sync briefs that happen through our marketplace, actually, it, a lot of people just don't have the time on a lot of those short deadlines to actually respond quickly enough. So there's a lot of people, we had lots of requests over the last you know, few years for actually for us to kind of address this. And that's exactly what we've done. And furthermore, we've got a six person team here which is our kind of concierge team so basically what we are doing is we're acting like a publisher would do with in the sense of servicing the music supervisors which obviously are the main people that deal with the clients with the you know with the broadcasters etc and this is worldwide so this isn't just UK mm-hmm. this is across Europe this is America Canada South America and even in even in Asia that grow it's a growing market over there as well so we actually now rep thousands of copyrights on behalf of our members and stuff. And as I said, we've every single day we are pitching and sending music through to to clients and supervisors and stuff. So I think actually um, we connected you, didn't we, with Michael recently, who yep. uh, we've just obviously placed some music within the latest series, the final series, in fact, of Bloodline, which is broadcast on netflix but it's um produced and created by through sony pictures and that was a track from michael's current album and obviously they can check you can check the uh podcast out on that and
1: i think he he, he, sorry for interrupting i think he mentioned that he actually secured that that placement like something like two or three months after joining the platform
0: yeah i mean exactly you know and obviously like sync is a very different it's a funny animal because sometimes you know you can pitch something and it's not right for that project or it gets pushed back by the client or the supervisor and then actually it's it then a year and a half later it becomes relevant to something else so sync isn't constantly about something being a new release you know and obviously there's lots of era related stuff or music that's kind of like not timeless but, you know, that yeah. works. It, it, it sounds current, even though it might be five years old. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't necessarily, you know, because if it's a cool, funky blues track, it's not like a kind of a here today, gone tomorrow trend, you know, and stuff. So, yeah, so sometimes things can happen quite quickly and organically, and sometimes it takes some time. And obviously, look, you know, the reality is that it's, it's quite a, it's a very competitive market. I mean, obviously, everyone wants to ideally get the benefits of a placement not just for the money but obviously for the exposure that, that mm. gives it as well
1: yeah so you are taking a more proactive approach in in, in pitching so yeah. it's, it's it's kind of remi- it's looks like a bit of the uh, traditional old school way of handling this where publishers uh pitch music uh, they represent to to supervisors and and so on so and just to confirm, does the existing system work or did you find that there have been some limitations to the model where companies looking for music uh, place their projects on the platform and wait for submissions to come in? So uh, how does it work with the existing model exactly?
0: Sure. So, I mean, nothing's really affected as far as like the marketplace. We've still obviously got a wide range of opportunities across, you know, song cuts helping people get signed, co-writes, collaborations, remixes, all of those kind of key B2B things and opportunities. But obviously sync has been, a, has been a big area, so that still happens. But what this has allowed us to do is actually 20 times the amount that might actually be seen in the marketplace is happening now in the background mm-hmm. because we have everything on tap to be able to search our back end library and then create our playlists of the music that we represent and then get that delivered to the client super fast and meeting these deadlines and the market need. So yeah, so there's a lot more happening now in the background that's obviously not visible within the marketplace, but that hasn't been to a detriment of the marketplace. People are still open to to pitch on briefs and all that sort of stuff. So clear, clear, clear. we've just been able to ramp things up in the background.
1: It's so useful. Who exactly will be able to benefit from it? All of the members of the platform, someone you yeah. select for, for, for pitching, yes. how does it work?
0: Yeah, so basically, when, when people register on the platform or if they're already registered, there is a separate new area because it's much more of a legal relationship. Obviously, we can't just be, we need to have proper legal authorization to, to work on their behalf. So there's a, in the new area, You get presented with a with a legal agreement and in terms it's all really simple to to see what what the what the summary is and then um and then once you've accepted into those terms that's when you get access into the area where you can upload all your masters give us all the metadata that we need because we need all the writer splits we need the rights holder information who owns the master who owns the publishing and it may be that you own the master but actually there's a third party publisher involved and you can provide us with that information. So it's the rights you own and the rights that maybe someone else owns. And we need all of that information up front for us to effectively service our clients and the supervisors, et cetera, as well. And obviously, then if we get a bite, we come back. But we're helping with that whole process and essentially doing the, doing the legwork and the sales part of it and then coming back to the, to the rights owners and, and getting a deal done, et cetera. So well, that's, that's been super cool. cool and yeah. that's growing something that kind of complements that quite nicely is that we've been really fortunate in over the last few years, we've built up a really good rapport and relationship with, with the guild of music supervisors over in the U S so that's headed up by Tracy McKnight, Joel C. High, Jonathan McHugh uh, and uh, you know, John Houlihan. Awesome. And there's obviously a board, They've got around about 260, 270 members in the US and obviously we work with a lot of those supervisors and we've been sponsoring their conferences and events that they do and we basically were, we helped set up a new UK and European guild essentially, which actually launched in April this year and it's guildofmusicsupervisors.co.uk, so your listeners can go and check the website out the um so we're a lead sponsor we actually created the website and done some it and we're helping we've helped kind of set up the infrastructure and provide some sort of much needed support because obviously it's a non-profit organization you know the guild there is is to help raise awareness bring more professionality around the music supervision but that obviously in turn helps rights owners and people who create music and also the clients and you know it's all about hopefully getting the money up increasing the value of music generally and then the standards of supervision as well so that's been a that's been fantastic and our president wow. Ian cook who who did the you know emmy award-winning amy and ian is just wonderful And you know I'm, most people sing his praises but he is truly <laughs> brilliant to work with and you know, it's been great and that's, that goes for everyone that's sort of on the board and um, that's been involved, including the members that have come on board. You know, we've now got people that have joined the Guild from France, Germany, you know, Norway, Spain. You know, it's, it is whilst there's a lot of the board are, or most of the board are from the UK, we've, we ha- it is a truly European, you know, regardless of Brexit and all that, we're all still friends um, <laughs> with the Europeans and it's all good. Yeah, that's so, um, so that's been really cool, um, and that's obviously helped us and stuff. So, um, so, just quickly, a couple of other things that we've done is so, um, we've launched this um, a new, actually, it's a new free service for record labels and publishers. It's called Demo Space, and essentially, what we've done is we've created branded landing pages so that record labels and publishers can receive demos basically from people that are interested in sending demos into those to those a and We've got over well over 130, 140 labels and publishers that you can actually access from within the platform itself. So obviously, you may go to a website for a particular publisher and they might have a link advertising to their demo space, or it might be on the bottom of a signature on an email or something like that but you can actually access these via your account within the platform so that's been well received again there's no cost to submit or there's no cost for our record labels and publishers we see that as a really kind of cool added value because we're all you know we're all about saving people time you know that's the bottom line and um so we we created that and that's been um that's been going really well and um so yeah. th- those are the kind of you know those are the the key things that have happened kind of in the midst of things but the really really exciting stuff as well is that yeah we actually launch on the 24th of August actually a, a Kickstarter campaign now I'll explain why we're using Kickstarter because obviously we are kind of 4 or 5 years old as a company but um actually what we're launching in October first and foremost is we've got a companion app which is for iOS and for Android so so for uh, Otis to use uh, but- yeah absolutely and, and i think you know look we've built up a great community of professionals record labels publishers and lots of people from the kind of core professional side of the industry and something that we really wanted to do with this new launch is to widen that scope to the kind of wider creative community. And we wanted to make sure that people understood that this was a funnel to funnel talent through to these high level companies. And I think we were, you know, being fair to ourselves, we were probably a little bit too focused on the pro side of things and less about the kind of aspiring kind of creatives. So we want, you know, obviously we've got we've got unsigned artists and songwriters and bands on our platform. But I think we just wanted to make sure that we, you know, spoke more closely to those people. And some of the new features that we've got are actually more aligned to helping that marketplace as well. So, which is quite cool. So just quickly, I'll talk talk about a little bit about some of the features, but ultimately the reason why we chose Kickstarter and it was, this is really important. I wanted to sort sort of portray this really importantly to us. We've had fantastic support up until now across Kind of all the users that have that have come on board and supported us over the first sort of um few years you know the last few years, mm-hmm. so it was really important to myself personally and everyone that's involved that has been involved with the business is that you know Kickstarter has got a fantastic vehicle to reward and actually create rewards and give backs essentially to to people that want to back that particular thing. so I mean, we are launching on the 4th of October, whatever happens, but we actually thought, you know what, if we can engage with some of the, you know, 13 and a half million people on Kickstarter, it's obviously all about creativity. And that's absolutely key to, you know, what we, where we want to be. So that's all aligned with some of the new features that we've got, which is more to do with not just music creators, but actually users of music. So mm-hmm. people across TV. Cross film, cross advertising, etc. So right. that kind of wider creative community, and actually we've just got some just some super cool rewards, you know, that we're providing. So we're actually just using it really as a vehicle to provide those and obviously get some sort of engage with that kind of like you know that creative community. So um, so it's not just a case of like you know hey we're doing this because we want to raise some cash because actually what we want to do is we want to use that money that we do get from the backers to make a bigger splash yeah. at the end of the day but we will be launching you know because obviously we're not a startup startup which is obviously where traditionally a kickstarter would be but um yeah, but no, yeah no, it, to it totally now. makes
1: sense yeah crowdfunding platforms uh serve some new purposes these days and i really like that and uh it's not just for early stage and prototype kind of products, but for existing companies as well. And, uh, and and it's really cool that you're trying this road as well. I would I would ask you specific questions about the rewards if I could see them now. But if everything goes as planned, this show is released right after you started the crowdfunding campaign. But it's not, it's not live just for our listeners to understand. Yeah, so when we are recording this, it's just like a week before... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, maybe just a few sample rewards just to give an idea. Obviously, the, the link is in the show notes for yeah. you want to check out, but so, just to give an, an idea to anyone who's listening.
0: Yeah, so we've got some, um, you know, um, we've obviously got some sort of great kind of packages around the new accounts for when we launch. We've got some things like some really cool creative. We've got some wing walking experiences, which is going to be really super, like a vip thing for wind walking we've got a guy called in fact he's an award-winning mixing engineer called dan parry he's did adele's 21 album he does sam smith disclosure etc etc at metropolis studios he's providing some professional mixing we've got professional photo shoots we've got music videographers we've got remixers. we've got three masterclass sessions three or four masterclass sessions from various high level people mm. including like john sonerson from notting hill some of our friends like jonathan McHugh over in the states and we've got like you know we've got some great stuff packages that with headphones we've got some super cool watches which are uh, which you would think like well why watches well look you know we save people time so we thought that, that was quite a cool thing so we got you know we got some really cool stuff we got We've got a creative writing weekend away on a half a million pounds, 48 foot powerboat in Spain. And we've also got, uh, sorry for blabbing on, but uh, one other kind of cool thing is like, you know, Dave Stewart from the uh, Eurythmics who's on our board. We're doing a, we're going to be flying someone to LA, putting them up and getting them into his private studio to do a co-write. Um, and stuff which is uh, that, that's you cool, know, you know, some yeah, yeah. cool stuff
1: there. Yeah, I just didn't expect this kind of uh rewards. It's amazing, it's not, it's like a mix of physical uh um rewards and some experiences, which is even better than anything else because it's truly unique. It's very cool because uh, yeah, it's it's not just the like the digital stuff mm. because you clearly benefit from some, I don't know pro accounts and so on on the platform or whatever else you may be offering in terms of the digital stuff but that's really cool yeah and you it looks like you you some time into coming up with all these cool perks right
0: yeah no absolutely so i i think you know again i think this kind of just like shows where we've kind of come you know we've we've been very um you know uh, solid you know m- building these foundations you know very big brick by brick and you know i think this this kind of just shows the kind of relationships that we've built up and i mean obviously like you know having been in the industry for quite a, a long time you obviously over time you know you build up build up a lot of relationships yeah. but actually this you know testament to to the guys in the team that you know this isn't just you know this isn't about me that you know that everyone's been has contributed towards this and but you know, praise goes out to those, you know, the guys that have, uh, you know, helped pull all this together because I, I certainly wouldn't have been able to have done all this on my own. I can I can tell you that for uh, for love and the money. So um so you know so praise goes to those guys. But yeah, look, you know, absolutely super excited about this. And you know, I don't want to go into too much detail about the new features that we got, but let, let's say that we have got some really super cool stuff, stuff to help people better manage. And save them time because actually, we're all about keeping creatives. You know, it's about Mm -hmm. freeing up the time to do the things that they love and give them the opportunities that are matched and relevant to their own goals. Where do they actually want to go? You know, not everyone on our platform is an artist, not everyone wants to get signed. You know, some people are songwriters and want to place their songs with other artists. You know, some people need to do our things some people manage studios and want to provide services so we are this kind of like you know we're obviously this marketplace and we've enabled people to make these connections in that kind of matchmaking scenario and we've built on top of that all of these other cool things that help people be more kind of efficient and um help them further their career
1: makes sense cool stuff. I I really like the sounds of all of it I'm looking forward to checking out the new features and uh for anyone interested in checking out more, yeah, so I guess the the Kickstarter campaign is the uh first place to check out if if uh, you're listening to the show like in the month of uh, August, September. But it, it is will it be a month long campaign by the way? Yeah, it's 4 weeks and obviously we'll get the link for you for this. So
0: it'll sure. be in the details hopefully below, mm-hmm. but yeah, it runs for 4 weeks and then you know we're going to have a, another short period and then we're going to be into the launch we are also arranging a kind of little gathering in london at, you know a, a nice location to invite down some of our members we won't be able to get everyone in the room but um we're going to let people know about that and that's going to be probably a week week and a half after the um the 4th of october which is when the you know everything kind of fully kicks off so yeah, cool. yeah.
1: Cool stuff. Yeah, thank you a lot for sharing everything. And uh, yeah, for, for anyone else in the meantime, they can also obviously check out the platform. And uh, it's something that is, um, yeah, it's it's a smart thing to do at any time and no matter what kind of uh, music creative you are. So we've been, yeah, we've always liked the kind of stuff you do and the approach to work. So you just um, confirmed <laughs> the... Yeah, so the uh, you're you're really you really get what artists are looking for, which I yeah appreciate a lot, and especially about what you mentioned about saving artists' time, because this is what we've been uh, just yeah investing mm. a lot of time into that and trying to create systems and uh, and mm. some kind of workflows to help musicians because everything related to. So keeping your online presence from social media to managing your licensing opportunities requires a lot of time. So whatever tools you have at hand to to do less of that and focus on creating music is uh, yeah invaluable. But anyway,
0: you know, and and the the sync side of stuff. I mean, the way the market, the, the need for independent music these days has has massively ramped up because there's so much more original content being created with the likes of Netflix you know, and all these sort of video on demand services, people like ABC Disney, you know, they've completely had to to up their game to compete with the likes of Netflix who are investing in really good original content. And, you know, that's... So whilst the kind of budgets have come down fee-wise per sync, the actual volume of placements has massively increased. So... Mm -hmm. The TV, you know, they need to tap into that kind of like, you know, those independents. And then, but the music supervisors want to deal with trusted sources. And that's where people like us come in, where we can help put the music in front of those, you know, those ears and eyes to help those sort of placements happen.
1: Glad to hear that, because most of the times when we talk about sync placements uh, on the show elsewhere, it's, it just comes down to the fact that there are too many creatives submitting, competing for the same opportunity, so it's it's becoming too competitive. But on the other hand, what you just mentioned, and uh, I see it from the consumer perspective myself, that there are there is a lot more shows and movies in my opinion that uh, where, where you can see that the team really invested into music so a lot mm. more music being used a lot more indie artists being highlighted that way and that's cool so what you just mentioned that there is an increased demand in indie music yeah. so oh, absolutely um that's so cool. um
0: no cool all right well listen andrew fantastic thanks very much for kinda having me yeah. and um Hopefully, we can get to sort of we, you know, get together sort of post-launch and maybe give you a little bit more details on, on the
1: app and everything else that we've. Um, um looking we've forward to it. Now. Awesome. Thanks a lot for everything. Thanks sure. so much. Cheers, Thank you. Andrew. Thanks. Thanks for listening, and once again, find the links to the Kickstarter campaign and Music Gateway in the show notes at musicgrowthtalks.com or dottedmusic.com. If you have any feedback or questions, ask them on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, via review. Uh, it may not be the best uh, place to ask a question, but I will highly appreciate your uh, review there. It uh, helps the podcast being discovered by more musicians. Or uh, Patreon. Uh, Patreon may, in fact, be the best place to uh, to leave any kind of feedback and ask any kind of questions you have about uh, Music Gateway, uh, any of the points uh, John brought up in our conversation. You can support this show and access a lot of exclusive music marketing tips by becoming my patron for as little as $1 per month at patreon.com forward slash andrew If you have any questions on how that works and what benefits you may get from becoming a patron, let me know um, uh, on Twitter, Meta Andrew or via email andrew at wispy.co. Thank you, and till next time, You've been listening to Music Growth Talks with Andrew Apanoff. Find more
0: episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com.